we have some amazing candidates that are gonna be baptized. So can you just honor them? Put your hands together for, for them, for them. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And, and, and we, don't, we don't do that um, as any kind of you know, ego thing. What we, the reason we do it is because we want to in every way model heaven. We want to model heaven. Now, what do I mean by that? The Bible says that when one person gives their life to Jesus, all of heaven rejoices. Heaven rejoices. So we have to make sure that while they're doing it, we're doing it. When those names are called in heaven, we want in heaven uh, the same way here to celebrate. When those names go off in heaven, heaven's going off. They're freaking out. I mean... <laughs> Sometimes it'll be good just to ask God a question. Lord, what does rejoicing really look like in heaven? What's the sound? And he says, when you ask, I'll give it to you. When you knock, it'll be open. Um, when you seek me, you'll find me. And sometimes we don't ask God those kinds of questions. And so I want to give you the freedom to enter in that kind of a conversation with him. I did it years ago, and he started showing me about honor. And that's why I honor people so much. I want to know your name. Once I find out your name, I want to celebrate you. You don't have to stand behind here. You don't have to have a big house or some great gift. You were created by the Father God, and you deserve to be celebrated. So once again, let's celebrate our candidates for this morning. We give it up. We give it up. We give it up. So um, uh, today, though, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do the teaching. Uh, there is a wonderful gift in this house of a brother who is an amazing teacher, and I'm going to allow him to teach this morning on the topic of baptism. So will you all honor Dino Giuliano? All right, no tears yet. Have some tissues, so praise God. I can't read if uh, my eyes are filled with tears. So I'm gonna, um, you know, I, I just before I, I came up here, uh, I went to wash my hands and use the bathroom and there's a plaque on the wall and it says, where the will of God takes you, his grace is there. Glory, it said where the will of God takes you, his grace is already there. And so, Father, I thank you for your grace today. It is sufficient, it is perfect, and it is what I lean on and have my confidence in. Thank you, Jesus. So, I heard this when we were, spirit break out, spirit move. We were sitting up there and we were, you know, we were just saying, go ahead, God. And I heard what David must have said. He said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. And I said, wait a minute. That, I was glad? And I stopped for a minute and I, and I realized, you know, that glad, that's not saying Gladino or, or Glad Bernie. 
That's not an adjective. That glad in that verse, it's a verb. That glad is saying, you've been given calls to rejoice. You've been given calls to have joy in your life. There's a reason. It just doesn't mean that I'm glad. It means I've been given a reason. Is there a witness? Is there a reason that you're glad? Is there a reason that is beyond that today that you woke? I'm going to tell you, today we're doing water baptism because there was something done over 2,000 years ago. I'm glad for that. That's something to rejoice over. That's something to uh, be joyful in. And so I didn't, that's just, I'm sorry. But praise be to God. Because, you know, I'm sorry, but there's certain things that only happen when we come together in the house. There's certain things that only happen when we are together in the house. And that's something that, if you know, if it's not something you make your practice, ask God. God, show me where you want me to rejoice and be glad in going to. Show me, God, where I can say, I was glad when they said unto me, let me go into the house. If you don't have that, I pray that for you. I ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you where that is. So, Sister Julie Coyne taught, I'm going to put her on the spot because... On Wednesday night, we're like, oh, you know, we're going to have the water baptisms. And Sister Cointai, you know, she just, she just burst it out. I was like, come on. Come. She said, oh, that's my favorite time. I love when there's water baptisms. I love it. And, I, you know, at first I was a little taken back. Well, that's, a, that's a big reaction. But then when I really begin to sit on that and really begin to meditate about that, I start saying, wow, that's truth. That's truth. If we're going to be excited about something, we better be excited that, guess what? The God of yesterday is still doing what he promised today. The God that died 2,000 years ago and he left heaven, died, and was raised, that's still alive today. There was that song that said, look what the Lord has done. And it goes on to say, he healed my body, he touched my mind, but he saved me just in time. And so praise be to God that he has saved you, that he had loved us so much as that for God so loved that he gave his only begotten son. That is just, woo! So yes, it is something to rejoice in. And so today with all of these blessed ones, that these are precious, they're precious. You know, can we just say precious? You know, Precious is some value that is beyond what, what man has a, given a dollar amount to. God has a, a valuation to these ones, and he says precious, and there's a value to that that's beyond what man understands. And I thank God that these precious ones, they have said, you know what? We've been hearing it over and over in this house. Our lives have to be totally dependent on God. Totally. And Olivia's getting baptized today, and she's saying, my life is not my own. Ruth is getting baptized today, and Amber, and Haley, and Roman, and Sean, they're getting baptized today because they are saying, guess what? For me to live is for God. That is not my life anymore, but it's God in me. It's for his name's sake. I'm going to tell you something. Praise be to God for that because guess what? There's something that you can give away that you couldn't keep anyway. 
so that you could gain something that you will never lose. You will never lose it. That is a gift from heaven. This place that you're walking in right now, that wasn't given to you by your mama. That wasn't given to you by your dad, your, your friend. That wasn't given to you by a peer. That was given to you from a holy God, a happy father, a son and a spirit. That was given to you as a gift right from heaven. And so I thank God. This is what you call being changed and being conformed. This is those that are saying, guess what? I am changed and conformed. You're not just believing the word. You're behaving the word. You're walking it out. You said, I'm going to live this out. I'm going to walk it out. I'm going to make this my day. I'm going to make this my rising. I'm going to make this my going. I'm going to make this my laying down. And so bless you. There's ones that are young. There's ones that are teenagers. It doesn't matter the age. It doesn't matter the gender. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. It doesn't matter where you were born or where you live. It's God the Father. He said, I loved you. I've chosen you. I know your name. Glory, glory. Glory, glory. And so I can talk to you today from a personal place, too. I can talk to you from a personal place. Because guess what? 40 years ago, it's not just yesterday. 40 years ago, I sat in these very pews in this house. I was a 12-year-old boy. And the Spirit of God gave, gave my eyes to see the Father looking at me. And when he gave me eyes to see the Father looking at me, and I saw those love eyes, and when I felt him embrace me, and I gave my heart to him, and I surrendered, he showed me his son nailed to the cross. He showed me that he died for me, and that he paid my price. I said, you know what? I want to follow him in baptism. And we have a picture I want to ask media if they can show that 40 years ago that I was in this place and I was baptized in these very waters. I remember it like it was yesterday. And so Sean, Roman, Naomi, Haley, Amber, each one of you, I'm telling you, you were marked. I remember that day 40 years ago as a 12-year-old boy. And so I've been asked, it's no more, it's not, you can take the picture down. I get, well, you know, I'm going to just say, you know, I'm going to give honor to my mother. My mother is in the house, and she's 82 years old. 82 years old. <laughs> I asked her this week, as I was preparing, I asked her this week, I said, Mama, do you, do you remember it the way I remember it? Because I remember a fire that was up in my bones down those times. I remember 12 years old and sitting right here, and I was singing, as the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs for you. Yeah. I remember doing laps running around. 
and I wore my sneakers today just in case. <laughs> but praise be to God, I already saw my niece today. She did so many laps around this place before everybody got here. She came in here and she lapped this place up and down, up and down, because today is the day that we are glad to be in the house of the Lord. So I asked my mom, I said, do you remember it like I do? And she said, oh, man, everywhere I went, they said, you know, that Dino. You know, that Dino, he's he talking about Jesus. My teachers, my teachers at school, when she, she met one of my teachers, and they said, he's talking about Jesus. And so that's, again, a place that, that God has said to you, you have been made new in life with him. You've been given a gift. You've been given something that it's not going to just be today. Because Jesus ain't no 90-minute Jesus. It ain't Jesus on Sunday and not on Monday. It ain't Jesus when I'm 12. It's Jesus when I'm 13. It's Jesus when I'm 23 and when I'm 53. It's Jesus to the end. And forevermore. <laughs> And so praise be to God, we get to talk a little and teach a little bit today on water baptism. Bless you, brother. It's beautiful to see you today. Glory be to God. You know, heaven, heaven instituted baptism because God's good. He knows. He knows what he's doing. And he instituted baptism, and he's... He said, guess what? I have these two baptisms. I want you to have them. I want you to experience them. I want them to be yours. And if you're in this house, and one, if you've never been baptized or you don't know Jesus, that's his heart is that you would know him and that you would be buried with him and that you would be given new life with him and that you would have a testimony with him and a life with him that, let me tell you, will be the greatest adventure ever. And so we're going to talk about water baptism. And we're going to go to Jesus' baptism. Why not go to uh, the, the only begotten in his baptism? And if we can turn in our Bibles to the gospel according to Matthew. It was good news that Matthew wrote about. Matthew in chapter 3, verse 13 through 17, he gives the account of Jesus' baptism. <laughs> There's going to be an account of each of your baptisms today. And guess what? Each one of us today, we are going to give an account. We are the witnesses in the congregation of your baptism. We are those that are going to say, I remember just like 40 years ago, but we're going to give an account. Let's look at Matthew's account of Jesus' baptism. It says, then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. I just, every time I read that, it stirred me all week because guess what? Jesus woke up that day, and we know Jesus only did what he knew the Father was doing. We knew his heart was to do the Father's will. When he woke up that day, he said, I'm going to go down to the river. And the Father was leading him to the river. 
But John had already been at that river valley. John, the Bible said in verse 5, a couple verses early, it said that John had been in that river valley for a long time, and he was baptizing. People from all the way from Jerusalem, all the way to Judea, he was baptizing many. Even the scribes, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the religious order, they came out. What is John doing? But on this day, on, and let's fast forward, on this day today, All of a sudden, here comes Jesus. Here comes Sean. So I'm going to be baptized. He comes down to the river, and John sees him. In the next verse, verse 14, it says, But John tried to talk him out of it. He said, I am the one who needs to be baptized by you. So why are you coming to me? Imagine that exchange. John actually tried to talk him out of it. John had no idea yet what was about to happen. And I'm going to share that with you all. Guess what? You don't fully know. None of us fully know. When you are marked, you, don't, you might be 40 years later given a teaching on baptism. Who knows? The Spirit of God, I pray, might descend upon you and baptize you with fire today. We might hear an audible voice from heaven. Who knows? But on that day, John tried to talk him out of it. And let's hear what Jesus said. Jesus said, it should be done. He was simple. And guess what? That's what God put in your heart today, those that are being baptized. You know what God put in your heart? It should be done. That's your testimony. You can get up here in these baptism pools and say, it should be done. Period. For we must carry out all that God requires. John was like, oh, okay. Let's do this. And John agreed to baptize him. And then let's see what happened next. Imagine there was witnesses. After the baptism, as Jesus came out of the water, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and setting on him. In the next verse, and a voice from heaven said, This is my dearly loved Son who brings me great joy. My prayer today. I bring this verse to us today because my prayer today is that each one that is getting baptized today, that that identity, that that place would, you would hear, you would see, you would know, it would become what you go with, what you wake tomorrow with, that you would hear, you are my dearly loved. That you would hear that you are my daughters that you are my sons. But he doesn't stop there. You bring me great joy. You bring him great joy. And I share that with you because God not only desires eternity with you, and forgive us, God, for making this about, oh, you know, on the pearly gate side of this. That's not what God desired only. God desired a relationship 
right now, right here, for such a time as this. This was God's desire. And when you get that revelation, that's my prayer for each of you today. When you get that revelation, then you can walk as a son and a daughter who knows that you have a loving father. That you have a loving father that wants you. That you have a loving father that cares for you. That you have a loving father that says, I want to walk with you. But he don't stop there. He has great plans for you. Great plans. This isn't about age. He has great plans for you. And in that place of identity, there is such power. That's a place that it did take me. I got baptized when I was 12, but I didn't have that place of identity for a while after to really know. And that's why I thank God to have this microphone today and be able to stand at this desk and be able to tell you, I pray that the baptism of God would take a hold of you and you would know I'm a son and I'm a daughter and I have a good father and he loved me so much. And I'm going to speak to you real quick. If you believe who God is, then believe who he says you are. Right? Right? Also know this. He does despise sin. He despises sin. Because it's the opposite of his nature. It's the opposite of that goodness. It's the opposite of that life in him. It's the opposite of that joy. It's the opposite of all of who he is. And so guess what? It's the opposite of us. As a son and a daughter, as one bought with a price, sin is the opposite. I'm his image. I'm his image bearer. Where I go, where you go, you are the image of God. And so sin is opposite of your image. You are the image bearer of Christ. And so we're going to turn to one more verse. We're going to turn to Colossians. Because Paul said, let me write to the, to the dear brethren and the sisters. Let me write to the church in, uh, I never could say it right, Colossae, I don't know. <laughs> to the brothers and sisters in the church, um, the Colossian church. And in Colossians chapter 2, verses 12 through 15, Paul writes this. For you were buried with him when you were baptized. And with him you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. You were dead because of your sins and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. But then God made you alive together with him and he forgave all your sins. He canceled the record of the charges against us and he took it away by nailing it to the cross. In this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities and he shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. What an exchange. What an exchange. When I read that scripture in preparing, 
I kept jumping out at me, and I asked them to put it in bold. If they can go back to that first verse in verse 12, it says, with him. All of what is going on today is because of him. But because of him, he said, I want to do it with you. And so all of what is happening is because of him, and now we can do it with him. He don't just, you know, like I heard it said before, he don't say, okay, go ahead, go ahead, and you're going, like, but, 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 no, he's already on the other side. He's already there. He's saying, come because I'm here. Come because it's good. Come because it's safe. Like today, if it's his will, his grace is there. His presence is there. It's with him. And there's three things that's with him. Today, those being baptized, when you gave your heart to the Lord, and he became the Lord of your life, you were buried with him. But then it says, you were, he didn't just leave you there. He then said, you were raised with him. And I thought that was cool. I was buried and I died to myself, but then I was raised with him. But then he added this part, and this part just got me excited. He said, you are now alive together with him. There's a life to live now. There's a life to live now. You were dead. You were buried. He raised you. But now he said, I have a life together with you. We're going to walk it out. That is so beautiful. And so therefore today, each one of us can bear witness. And you know, there's baptisms going on in this precious place. And there's baptisms, I believe, also going on at Christ Community Church. And there's witness of what God is doing amongst us. This is witness of him. This is all because of him, and it's all because he's saying, I'm going to take these new ones, and we're going to walk this out together, and I have life together with them, and there's going to be things that we're going to witness and testify of, of God in the days and the weeks and the months to come until his return. And I'll be honest, I believe that he's preparing us for his return. His word says it. This baptism is your profession. It's your declaration today that everything that has happened with inside of you, you're saying today, that's the operation of God that's inside of me, and I'm giving testimony today of it in this place. And so bless you. Bless you knowing that, as the Word says, that your old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer you that lives but it's now Christ that lives with you. And so now you live still in an earthly body. We're not getting weird. As pastor says, <laughs> we're doing well. You still live in an earthly body, but you are trusting the Son of God who has loved you and who has gave himself for you. You're in good hands. You are in good hands. And so today I pray that you will remember your identity. That your sons, daughters, chosen and loved. That you will remember your relationship. That it is because of him that you have life now with him.
that you remember that it was him who left heaven. And we don't even have to go deep into thinking about what he bore to pay for the sins. But we know that he gave his life for us. And he was raised, but the spirit of God that lived within him, it raised him from the dead. And he sits on the throne today, and now he says, and now I live within you, and you are with me. And so today, I, I kind of end with that, but I, I do uh, have to share with each one of us today that if you have not known Jesus in that way, if Jesus is not alive in you and you cannot be certain of your life with him and then your eternity with him, then I pray today is that day for you. I pray that something that was shared, the Spirit of God in this place today would stir you and that would be your decision. And I know that he would meet you mightily in that way, lovingly in that way, graciously in that way as a good father. I also want to encourage any believer in the house. If you're a believer in the house and you have not been baptized yet, I know you've been baptized today, praise God. Thank you, Lord. If there is a believer in the house that has not been baptized, remember what Jesus said? Who can remember? Who can shout it out? What did Jesus say when John asked him? It shall be done. That was Jesus' response, and that's the responses today. It shall be done. Praise be to God. So if you're a believer, I pray that the Holy Spirit would stir that up in you. That if you leave this place today and he starts saying, you know what? I want you to walk with me. I want you to have that place where you give a testimony of me and my working, the operation of God in you in the house of God. So I just thank God for that today. And so I'm going to ask Stephen to start to maybe play some worship music. I'm just going to pray. And uh, thank you all for being so gracious today. <laughs>